Take a deep breath of fresh air through your nose. Now imagine doing the very same underwater. It just wouldn't work. This week on In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, we ask, why do fish have nostrils? In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Hello and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized, informative podcast that aims to answer the mysteries of the world in the time it takes you to have a shower. Have you ever wondered why we put Christmas trees up? Or why our hair goes grey? Or do plants have feelings? Or why human beings love music so much? If you've wondered the answers to any of those questions, well, good news. We've answered them and we've answered a ton more. Check out our back catalogue on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. And... We're about to answer a new question today. This week on In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, we tackle why do fish have nostrils? So step into the shower cubicle with us and prepare to learn some fish nostril things. <laughs> In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. So this is a question that comes from the one, the only, the unbeatable Marcus O'Leary. That is me. I am asking the question this week, and this one, this one's been it's been in the reserves. Come here to me, Marcus. How exactly did you come up with this question? Like, give us a a window into your brain. So a couple of weeks ago, somebody uh, messaged me on Spotify with another question related to fish. Messaged you on Spotify? Not on Spotify. Sorry, on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Shot me a message on Instagram. Um, with with a fish-related question, and I was kind of looking into it, and I still have to answer it. The question was uh, just, how do hammerhead sharks exist? Because, like, they're a mad-looking creature. Mad-looking creature. Um, and then I was looking at pictures of fish, and I was like, why do fish have nostrils? <laughs> Basically, I'd like, this is, if, you, if anyone wants an insight into my day-to-day routine, I was just looking at pictures of and loads of different fish. I was looking at sharks. <laughs> I was looking at, like, koi carp. I was looking at manta rays I was looking at eels and they all have nostrils they all have nostrils which is mad because like you know I I thought that nostrils kind of gave us the uh, like fish have gills yeah so like it's kind of cheating that they have nostrils as well (laughs) you know you can get like uh, I don't know if like breathing in through your nose also I have a bit of a blocked nose so anyone who's listening to that might just be like (laughs) but well, thank you, Marcus, so much for asking the question. Every time that we're running short on questions to answer, I'm afraid that the podcast will just die. Like, so often people ask us what we're going to do when we've answered all of the questions. But in all honesty, the questions just keep coming. Also, like, imagine just being like, we have reached the point where we have answered all of the questions. <laughs> that is the aim, isn't it? Like, just like... <laughs> that can be on our gravestone. Do you know... that's Have what, answered all of the questions. That's has what answered. a pantomath is. Somebody who knows... Everything really well. Yeah, it's a hypothetical concept of somebody who, uh, somebody who knows absolutely everything in the universe is a pantomime. Yeah, but I mean, like that's the beautiful thing about humanity is that we're curious, and curiosity is what makes us people, and curiosity is what drives this podcast. And everyone of you listeners must be curious if you're listening to this podcast. So you're just great. You're a you great bunch. Beautiful. Long may the questions people. continue. Okay, so um, to kick this investigation off. I love that my investigation is investigating fish nostrils. Um, but yeah, to kick this investigation off, to find out why exactly fish do have nostrils, we first have to ask, 
Can fish smell? Fish can smell really bad if it's not fresh, if it's just left out in the sun for a bit. Like, this, this, like, yeah. Oh, you mean can fish, can they actually, like, pick up... Can they, do they have a sense of smell? Can they pick up scent? Yeah, well, do you know what, like... We actually, we answered a question a couple of weeks ago about whether water has a taste. Can you remember what that was, in short? Yeah, it was basically, like, the, the mineral composition of... No, it wasn't. What was it again? Oh, God. We oh, answered f- this question live at EP, actually. Um, it was... Remember they did uh they did a science experiment on the tongues of little tiny mice. Ah uh, yes. And um, they found that actually it pinged the sour sensory section of the tongue, wasn't it? Yeah, and that thus uh, made our bodies more primed to receive hydration. That's why uh, basically electrolytes have an acid in them and electrolytes are better at hydrating you. So that's what I wonder. I mean like but but you know what I said there about mineral composition and the fact that like all water has different minerals in it. Do fish run around going, ooh, this is a bit sulfury if they're around Iceland or are they up in Wicklow being like, mmm, the lime... Has this been passed through a bit Brita filter? Exactly. The limestone deposits in here are just marvellous, <laughs> Mildred. But, but, does water have a smell and can fish smell it? Do you think that fish have a sense of smell? I, I, I kind of think so. Like, I know that, for, that, I think, do you know what the thing that I'm thinking of is like, I saw Jaws recently. Yeah. I hadn't watched it in years. So the whole, like, sharks can smell a drop of water in the ocean. A, d- a drop of blood in the ocean. Or a drop of blood. Yes, a drop of water in the ocean. That would be the most <laughs> overwhelming thing of all time. Just like, it's everywhere! <laughs> um, now, yeah, they can detect a drop of blood in the ocean at something like 200 miles away or something. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I assume that they can... They can st- smell kinda. Okay, well, well, um, Esther DeFillis, the professor of the Department of Piscobiology. Piscobiology, yeah. At the at the Complutense University of Madrid, has written an article all about fish nostrils, which really? is just fantastic. But um, do you know what? Before you say anything, like what I love about this podcast is finding that somebody has done a PhD about everything. Fish nostrils. Fish genuinely, nostrils. genuinely, like, this 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 uh, professor wrote an amazing article investigating fish nostrils. Esther De Felis of the <laughs> Pescobiology at Comptulense University in Madrid, fish nostril expert. She is who we have to thank for this episode. And she said that although it may seem strange, fish can smell, and actually they have a very good sense of smell. Many people think that the sense of smell only detects volatile molecules and therefore it is not possible to smell inside water. Volatile molecules as in stuff that uh, can be vaporised. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people think that it's impossible to smell inside water. However, smell has more to do with the sensory system involved, in this case the olfactory system, um, with the olfactory epithelium and their brain connectors than the properties of the actual stimulus itself. Uh, Terrestrial animals detect volatile chemical substances with their olfactory system and dissolved chemicals using the sense of taste. But fish detect dissolved substances with both the taste and the smell senses. So their smell and taste senses are kind of one. So they they detect stuff with smell and taste together. Exactly. And that's why historically fish were believed not to be able to smell. This was until about 1924 when Fritz Strike demonstrated the olfactory capacities of the common minnow, which is a type of fish... (laughs) What? I just love finding out all these little minnow. I know, no, like I know what a minnow is, but like for the, the olfactory capabilities of the common minnow, like that is, 
What a oh yeah, good Alfred strike. <laughs> but, uh, but ever since many ever since many studies have been carried out which show the extraordinary olfactory sensory olfactory sensitivity of a fish. So a fish can smell and taste, and that's why they have nostrils. Fish have one or two pairs of nostrils through which water flows into the nasal cavity, and then inside the navel. Inside the nasal cavity, we find the olfactory epithelium with the sensory cells that detect the molecules that are dissolved in the water. So most fish, most fish species have very sensitive olfactory receptors capable of detecting the presence of molecules even in very low concentrations. So what do fish use this sense of smell for? Like, are there some fish who are having like a really bad BO day? Or like, <laughs> you know, some fish who don't want to go near like where another fish has pooed because it, it kind of fish smells well, bad. Well, honestly, honestly, actually, it depends kind of on every species what exactly they use their sense of smell for. But it has been proved that they use it for finding food. There's a fact, that's a fact which fishermen take advantage of. It's both throwing in bait and exactly, chum. Exactly. They yep. also use it to find a mate. Mm-hmm. Imagine that like, in a David Attenborough documentary, that cop was attracted to a mate because she can smell that he was wearing Armani one million. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do use their sense of smell to find a mate and for recognising other fish of the same species, detecting predators, or for orientation, which is a really, really cool one. So salmon actually recognise their birth river by smell. No way! Yeah. It's almost like a dog finding its way home. Yeah, exactly. And it's recently been proved that young fish from many coral reef species, if carried away by the currents, are capable of finding their way back to their birth reef by using just their sense of smell. So really, Nemo couldn't have been that lost. He yeah, just, exactly. Just had a little <laughs> sniff. Disney Pixar unveils. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, fish larvae as small as a couple of millimetres. So a couple of millimetres are, there's 10 millimetres in a centimetre. So a couple of millimetres is tiny. Mm. But fish as small as that have noses strong enough to smell their way home. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So now we know fish have nostrils because they too can smell and they use death, that sense of smell to find food, find mates, find their way home, detect predators and loads of other reasons. Kind of, you know, normal normal reasons that you'd use your nose for except yeah, on a fish. Yeah, I know. I, I was kind of expecting this uh, this episode to go into evolution and stuff, um, which I could have went into because, of course, fish have evolved from something and what it evolved from had nostrils. But at the end of the day... Why do fish have nostrils to smell and they use their sense of smell, as you just said, for the exact same reasons that we use our sense of smell? Hmm. Right. So, listen, that's, that's, I'm actually slightly, slightly blown away by that. <laughs> there you go. The, the, the knowledge is power. And the next time I see a fish, I'll be like, yo, mate, you smell. Oh. And I'll be like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, so, any, any fishy facts to end the episode? Fishy fact time! Um... Some fish, like sharks, don't possess an air bladder to keep them afloat and must either swim continuously or rest at the bottom of the ocean. Rest at the bottom of the ocean. So they can't float. They either have to be swimming or they have to be at the bottom. Wow, that's actually very, so sink or swim, literally. Literally, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one, fish use a variety of low-pitched sounds to convey messages to each other because when I was actually looking into this... um, Another question that I thought about is, you know, how mm-hmm. do animals, how do horses talk, how do dogs talk? But um, this is how fish talk. So they moan, grunt, croak, boom, hiss, whistle, creak, shriek and wail. That's actually exactly how uh, lads from Carlo communicate. <laughs> <laughs> they rattle their bones and gnash their teeth. However, fish do not actually have vocal cords. They use other part of their bodies to make noises, such as vibrating muscles against their swim bladder, which is the bladder that 
Sharks don't have. Okay, yeah. very good. Mm. Uh, last fact? Last fact. So, electric eels and electric rays, you've been told growing up to stay away from them or like keep an eye out yeah, for them. Yeah, do you know what? I, like, I was taught growing up, I, I honestly thought that electric eels would pose far more of a threat to my everyday life yeah, then. then. <laughs> like, same That's with sharks. so true. Same with, like, honestly, same with sharks. Like, everyone's like, you can't go near them. It's like, as a kid. I couldn't if I wanted to. As a kid, I was, as a kid, I was like, okay, well, I better not reach into, like, that section of the shelf in the shop just in case there's an electric eel behind the Frosties or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's the same with, like, swans breaking arms. Like, yeah, I don't know. Anybody. I don't know. I, I don't believe it. I, I don't know. I think. Anyway. Like, do you know what? Um, so, electric eels and no, electric rays. We were told the right thing because electric eels and electric rays have enough electricity to kill a horse. What? I know, yeah. So, you'd be fried, Marcus. You'd be a battered Marcus over there. <laughs> <laughs> Zap. In the show with Tazamarcus, 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 in the show with Tazamarcus. Guys, thank you so much for listening to that episode of In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. It was a proper, small, bite-sized one. A lot of our ones recently have been very deep and meaningful and have been longer. But uh, we thought we'd just throw in a small, simple, chunky, nice, simple fact episode. There you go. Um, yeah, that, that was fun. Thanks for, thanks for asking the question, Marcus. Do you know what? It's okay. Guys, if you have any questions, just like Marcus, that you would like us to tackle and do some research into and debunk and relay to the masses, if you have any question that you would like us to do that for, then please, please, please send them on to our Facebook page. Marcus? Just look up In The Shower with Taz and Marcus on Facebook. If you're on Instagram, look up In The Shower Pod. Same for Twitter. And if you want to send a question via email, just send it to intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. If you have a question or you just want to say hi, or as tradition dictates, if you want to send us pictures of your dogs or pets, as lots of you have done, and we've got an all variety of pets. We've got dogs, cats, pigs, snakes, parakeets, fish with nostrils. Um, <laughs> please do. We've also said that for the two weeks over Christmas, for anybody who sends in a question in the shower, are going to donate two euro to inner city Dublin, helping the homeless, because there's a huge homeless crisis going on in Dublin at the moment that we want to try to do our bit for. So for every single person that sends in a question, we're going to donate two euro. So if you're listening to this and you have any question whatsoever, if you send it in to us, you'll be doing your bit to help some charity. Big or small. And the questions can be asked from anywhere. It doesn't matter if you are in Timbuktu. You ask the question, you help a homeless person in Dublin. A few thank yous to wrap up the episode. A few thank yous. A massive thank you to uh, Alan and Paddy and all the crew in the Headstuff Podcast Network. You guys are doing great work and we love you very much. Next up, thank you so much to Flo Robinson for our lovely cover art. And a little final thank you to the musical mastermind behind our theme songs, Dave Gertzman. Dave, you are the man. Next week's question, Marcus. Next week's question um, is for all the rockers, the boppers, and the show stoppers out there. Oh, there you go. Next what week, is it? Next week's question is actually pretty cool. How does an electric guitar work? That episode is going to be out next Monday in time for your morning shower. But in the meantime, keeps coming. In the shower with Taz and Marcus. 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 This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.